guys, welcome back to my podcast, The Reality of Traveler. So, in this podcast, we're gonna talk about budget, experience, and tips for travelers. So, stay tuned. Hi guys, now I'm already with my guest, which is... Her name is Amy. So, Amy, please introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name's Amy. I'm 23. I'm from the UK, um, and I'm currently studying zoology. Wow. All right, Amy. So, because guys, I already told you that I'm gonna invite a female solo traveler, which is it's her. It's me. So. <laughs> I'm the solo traveler. <laughs> so, let's start with some question. So. The first question will be, when do you start your first solo traveling? So, I first traveled solo by myself when I was 18 years old. Um, I had never so much as taken a flight by myself. Only a couple of months earlier, I'd taken a train by myself. Like, uh-huh. never done anything like it before. Um, and I went to India. Oh, yeah. your first was yeah, go first to India. Was to go to okay, India. from UK to India. All yeah. right, <laughs> it was a lot. Um, and yeah, 18 years old, traveled to India, um, and there I was campaigning for women's rights. Wow! So, yeah. Wow! Interesting. <laughs> All right. So, and why do you choose India? Is just because of the. So, um, funny, well, not really a funny story, sad story. I was watching a documentary on Netflix. It's Mm -hmm. called India's Daughter. It's a really, really powerful documentary if you've never watched it before, but it is also very sad. It's about a woman that was um, sadly raped and killed Um. um, in India, and it caused, like, this massive upcry from um, Indian citizens um, wanting, basically, equal rights for women and more safety for women and I just felt really inspired I felt like from living in the UK my whole life I've always lived in quite a microcosm Mm -hmm. in a bit of a western bubble Um, and I just wanted to try and make a positive impact on other people's lives and use the privilege that I have been so lucky to have to help other people wow all right that's that's really cool and um, yeah, how about your budget? You were 18, right? Yeah. And then you are traveling to India, which is so far, and with a flight and yeah. everything. Yeah. How do you manage it? So I've been working since I was 14. I started oh. working, yeah, when I was 14, just uh, waiting tables, uh, waitressing, doing bar work. Um, and I just saved, saved, saved. Wow. I knew that when I was in sixth form that I really wanted to do traveling. Um, before I even thought about going to university, thought about carrying on my education, I really wanted to do some traveling before I started that. So, um, yeah, I, I just saved like a dog. <laughs> saved, worked like a dog, saved like a dog. And then finally <laughs> had wow. enough money to go. <laughs> Guys, can you imagine that? We start working from 15, uh, 14 years old yeah. and then saving money and then 18 you yeah, to managed to reap the rewards and go yeah. somewhere amazing well don't you feel afraid when you start your first solo traveling yeah. as a female yeah whenever I travel by myself I always feel understandably apprehensive I feel anxious and nervous don't really know what to expect 
um, especially if I'm going to a country where I've never traveled to before. Um, I think the main thing that I just always tell myself is just to always, you know, don't take any risks, always try and stay safe. Mm -hmm. Um, always try and do um, things that aren't out of your comfort zone. Obviously, traveling by yourself is out of your comfort zone, but don't take any like silly risks. Be really vigilant um, and just try your best to try and remain safe in the situation that you're, you know, put, putting yourself in. Um, it is obviously a really scary and daunting <laughs> thing traveling by yourself. Um, I've always done it and for me this is like a really good tip to anyone who's thinking about traveling by themselves um, especially if it's for the first time and you're slightly younger so like 18 years mm -hmm. old um, I've always traveled with organizations so I've always traveled to that country by myself but then I'm with a volunteering organization ah. when I'm out there um, and then you just know that you have shelter, you have food, you have, um, you know, the organization that's looking after you, have a responsibility to look after you and keep you safe. Um, and especially if you don't know the country that you're traveling to, it's really, really helpful. It's helpful to learn the culture. There's usually local people who work as part of those organizations. So you're still getting like that really authentic culture that you would be if you're traveling by yourself, if not more, because you're actually, you know, living with local locals mm -hmm. um, and doing things that not necessarily a tourist would be able to do um, and also you you know you kind of have more safety than with traveling by yourself so that's always what I've done <laughs> wow. how do you find that organization and you yeah well so when I'm going and uh -huh. volunteering um, so a multitude of ways so I've gone with a couple of um, volunteer organizations now so the first place the first people that I worked with when I went to India I went to India twice oh. um, working with the same organization um, and that was Global Visions International and they have projects all over the world they're a really great organization they really um, what they stand for is is really really inspiring um, and they have such a wide range of projects that you can go on mm -hmm. so it's like teaching women's empowerment there's a lot to do with um, the environment and animals um, then as my career became slightly more tailored towards animals I really wanted to find you know organizations and non-governmental organizations mm -hmm. um, that really would be a stepping stone in my career and that's when I found the website it's called the great projects the great project yeah the great, yeah remember that remember one remember that it's one so the great good. project <laughs> um, all of the projects that are on the great projects including this one I'm on now in beautiful Raja ah. um, I found through this uh, through this website so what it is it's basically an umbrella website where mm -hmm. non-governmental organizations will pay to have their projects showcased on that website um, and they have uh, they have projects all over the world Asia um, America like the Americas you know so so many different places with so many all tailored towards animals wildlife you can work with orangutans whale sharks you can work with uh, manta rays diving like how what we're doing oh. here um, marine biology um, lemurs honestly there is so so much elephants any animal that you are like and you're interested in and you will find a project tailored to you on that website and it's really reliable um, they really do do so much to make sure you feel comfortable on the trip they give you so much information um, and yeah I couldn't recommend it enough I've done two projects <laughs> with them now so yeah, it <laughs> yeah, sounds so cool guys yeah. <laughs> so guys you should try that one <laughs>
It's a great project. Don't forget it. Don't forget it, okay? So, all right. So, uh, after you do your Indian trip, mm-hmm. where have you been already around the world? Like, how many countries have you been for a solo traveler? So, yeah. For solo travel. So, I went to India twice. Um, because I went there as a volunteer and they offered me a job so I went back um, as a staff member Um, I then went to Borneo in Indonesia which is Ah, where yeah hi guys she been to Borneo. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Borneo. Indonesia. Now um, she's in Rajampa. Yeah, I'm in Rajampa. <laughs> yeah, I went to Borneo in Indonesia and I was like, oh, fuck, I love Indonesia. <laughs> I love Indonesia. It's amazing. So, yeah, I was I was uh, working and living in the jungle, uh, working with orangutans in Borneo. Um, and now I've come here and I've been here for the last six weeks working doing marine biology in one of the most beautiful places on earth <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> it's a nice to hear that yeah so where, where other country did have you been so um with my so i've been to um costa rica oh. um costa rica is really great um i've been to malaysia thailand um i've been to australia new zealand loads of different places um also a lot of places in europe as well um but i think probably Probably my favorite has been here. <laughs> okay, Indonesia. Indonesia. Wow, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for the people like are you. <laughs> you don't need to mention that, okay? Yeah, I'm buttering her up. <laughs> All right. So that's so nice to hear that that mm-hmm. you travel a lot mm-hmm. and one of your favorite country will Indonesia. Yeah. So where is your next? Um, like next, My desti- next destination. destination. Oh gosh, that's really difficult. Um, I mean, I would absolutely love to come back. As a solo traveler, yeah, okay. As a solo traveler, <laughs> I would. I would absolutely love to come back here because I've thoroughly enjoyed my time here felt very inspired by my time here um i would also love to go to madagascar madagascar yeah i'd love to go to madagascar because um i really would love to do some work with lemurs um so that's probably something that i would look into um i'd also love to go to central america um it just would be whenever I feel like whenever you um, travel frequently to one country so I've traveled frequently to Indonesia as a solo traveler you do kind of um, become more comfortable with that country as you become more comfortable with the culture um, you know kind of the classic do's and don'ts to do mm-hmm. in that country whereas whenever you travel to a new country by yourself that you've never been to before um, there's always just that little bit of an adjustment period yeah. um, where you have to figure out a completely new culture how to keep yourself safe in that culture by yourself um, and that includes also going to European countries that's not even you know you don't have to go to the other side of the world to experience a new mm-hmm. culture and there's still different sets of do's and don'ts to do in different con- countries by yourself um, like for instance when I leave here because of covid <laughs> I have to go home via Madrid and I've never been to Madrid in Spain before so I've been busy doing a lot of research on places to go where safe where's not safe to go in a big yeah. city um, by yourself as a female traveller. Uh, um, the situation, the COVID yeah, situation. Yeah, the COVID situation. Oh my God. <laughs> the COVID situation. I think, you know, very crazy of me to decide to travel during COVID. But I mean, I'm very glad I did, but bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> bloody hell. Bloody hell. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> yeah, it was, right. it was no picnic. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> 
All right, Amy, it is so nice to talk to you. Yeah, thank you for having me on your show. <laughs> so, guys, oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Give uh, one or two, three good advice. Good advice. Yes. Okay. For like for the general. Okay. Okay. For, so for traveling by yourself. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I would say always have a base. So no matter where you're, where you're traveling, always, uh, always have a base somewhere that is your safe space that you can go back to, that you feel really safe there, that you feel if you find yourself in an uncomfortable situation when you're out, then you know that you can go back to that safe space, whether that's a hostel, a hotel, if you're staying in a homestay, um, never never leave a homestay with nowhere else to stay, always have somewhere booked. So, you know, if you're onward traveling, say if I, you know, am in India and I'm deciding that I'm going to travel from Kerala to Goa, I will make sure I have that hotel booked in Goa and I know where I'm going and I'm not just turning up to a place having no idea where I'm going to stay and kind of wandering about aimlessly, not knowing where I'm going to be staying. Because that's when you can, you know, find yourself getting lost, find yourself in, you know, dangerous situations. Um, I'd always make sure, always have your phone on you, um, always make sure that you have a means of contacting home or contacting someone, always familiar, familiarise yourself with the local emergency numbers, really important, um, and just always have a means of contact on your person, um, and also never take And this is like kind of for any traveler. Never take all of your money out with you, including agreed. Yeah, agree. Because if you know so if that so that. happens, yeah, if that so happens to get stolen, then you know, if you're in a group of people, that's a really crappy situation. Yeah. If you're on your own and you're also a, a female, which can unfortunately make you more vulnerable to um, people who could, you know, be predatorial to that situation, then you would you know you would be screwed stuffed yes. <laughs> basically so always make sure that you never take all of your money out with you and you always have some backup at your base always have a base okay. <laughs> that's the most important thing yeah okay thank you Amy, for your advice and that's thank okay. you so much for your time that's okay thank you so fun to talk to you yeah it's been so fun <laughs> all right guys thank so you. if you want to ask more about traveling to emmy mm-hmm. you can uh the message Emmy to Instagram yeah Emmy yeah what's your so Instagram my Instagram is a underscore pnk Amy Pinkney a underscore pnk all right guys okay so thank uh, you then forget the project what was the name uh, the great the great project the great project remember the great remember projects. that yeah. okay <laughs> bye, bye. Well, that's it for today, guys. I hope you enjoy our podcast. And for the next week, we have three amazing boys from French. And they're going to talk about what they think about traveling in the COVID time. So I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.